0: Welcome to Top 5 the Best of 2018, where the Explosion Network is celebrating everything we loved about 2018 from games, music, TV, movies, and online media. You can head on over to ExplosionNetwork.com slash of 2018 to find all of our celebratory content. My name is Dylan Blight, and joining me this week, for, well, this episode, I say this week as it's a thing, but it's always this episode, because, I mean, it is this week, but it's this, it could have been the same week you listen to it. Ashley Hovley. Yep, Okay. <laughs> we're recording a lot of podcasts for our best of 2018 content and you can tell this episode (laughs) Uh, yep uh but yeah this this today's episode is all about top five our top five online media subcategories uh these cover podcasts streamed events youtube channels and streamers All, of course, as decided by the Explosion Network, and if you've been paying attention to our social media channels throughout the past week, you would have already seen these all go up. But now we're going to go across them all again and discuss them a bit, and it's all going to be a great old time. Yeah, great old time. Great old time. Strap in people for a ride. So, I'm going to start with top five podcasts.
1: Are the Explosion Network on this? No, we never. We fucked ourselves ah. so hard we didn't realise. Yeah, no, should have nominated ourselves. I know, but, uh, just don't think of our own content.
0: Don't remember not to reuse that joke when we do the other oh, online media podcast. I
1: probably shouldn't. Yeah, you probably that. shouldn't.
0: At number five. The Kinda Funny Games. You know cards. what? When my graphics card get here... Don't even start with me, you turncoat. It's going to play so code. well. It's Jared Petty. I'm ordering a PC because everything's amazing. I'm a big old nerd. Gets it. Graphics card dead. Yeah, that's what you deserve. That's <laughs> what you <laughs> deserve. <laughs> you
1: fucking that's nerd. That's why Santa's skipping your ass. You. Don't
0: <laughs> Which was kicked brain. off no, January 2015 when the Kinda Funny was uh, launched. Uh, they left. Uh, Greg and Colin and uh, Tim and Nick all left... Uh, IGN, of course, and they kicked off the Kind of Funny games cast, hosted by Tim Geddes. It's his show, his baby. Uh, and throughout the years, he's got a lot better at hosting it, a lot better at putting the content yep. together for that show. And I still listen to it basically every week. Sometimes I have a couple episodes backed up, but um, it's really no secret the Explosion Network was basically all was basically formed because we were all Kind of Funny fans, um, and a bunch of us all met uh, going to RTX. Of course, we've talked about this previously. Uh, going to RTX to talk about the meetup, see kind of funny there. So, um, I don't think should come as any sort of like bias that there's a kind of funny podcast in our top five. It kind of makes sense given that most of us listen to or watch kind of funny content still. Uh, do you still check out kind of funny Go- yeah, Go- I games? L- on the regular I or?
1: listen to the kind of funny games daily more regularly. Oh, you're yeah, a daily so person. This, the daily one just missed out. I mean, so yeah,
0: I feel like. See, the thing with the, da- like the daily, I just wouldn't be able to keep up with. Yeah. And I also think that when they started daily, I like how the cast kind of became a little bit of a different show and like the subjects for the Gamescast are more, not evergreen because, of course, they're not going to last forever, but they're more broad, open topics compared to just like regular news stuff because that's getting covered for the majority of the time on the morning show. Yeah. Unless, of course, it's a big enough news story that then they talk about it on yeah. Gamescast for, for that they audience. Deep but-
1: dive into subjects. A bit more. Yeah, they
0: deep dive more, um, instead of just covering here's the news, here's the news, here's here's the news. So I think Tim's got really good at putting together the show. Enjoyed this last year, a lot of Jared on it. The mobile game or bullshit segment has been quite funny with Jared doing it. Um yep. on that one with the Greg Theme song <laughs> uh, so that's been really fun. As always though. Joy listening to
1: kind of funny content. What is number four, Ash? It's always open, a Rooster Teeth podcast hosted by Barbara Dunkelman. But what if the phrase was "I'm gonna put my Bing Bong in your Ding Dong"?
0: <laughs> why would why you do you he say that? wants you to say it? He wants, he wants you to, to say, it. say it. So they kicked I mean, off season yeah. three in February of this year. Um, I'd presume it'd be kicking, finishing the last episode might have been this week or soon or something. I guess would make make sense. Um, I jump in and out for Always Open, just depending on who the guests. are are kind of it's not like a regular thing i listen to but barbara has a lot of her friends on there like if you want to listen to jessica Negri on a podcast always open is a place to go where you'll find her semi regularly showing up so you know she gets her uh friends from her industry on it and then of course there's also recitive people that pop on it semi regularly as well and it's a conversation that's mostly pretty i mean it's called always open but it's you know Sex life, relationship problems—you know, it's like that kind of show. I guess yeah. is and it, the, the, the title always open, so it's just a fun podcast. I like Barbara; she's a fun host. I feel like uh, definitely stands apart. She's got a unique personality. <laughs> I yeah. guess is one way to to describe it. And uh, although I, so you can listen to an audio podcast, but it's definitely a show that. Like most Rooster Teeth podcasts, are des- is designed as a video show and they've got them on this cool set and everything. Yeah, and they've, they've, they've got, got like, like, s- so
1: many cool sets over there.
0: They have so many cool sets over there. And they have like sweeping cameras and all you know, whatever else going on. So it's definitely a show that when I watch, I try and watch it video because I know that's kind of what's designed as, rather than an audio show, although you have the option. That's always open. At number three, we've got serial which came back for its third season in September and it wrapped up in late November of course hosted by Sarah Koenig Koenig Ko- Koina- Koina- I think it's Koenig is, her, is, her? is okay I thought for sure Greg Rucker would cave it was such an onslaught but he stood there in his jail scrubs and crocs quiet but firm he knew what he was doing he wanted a trial besides being uh, was, was only all one other three seasons so, so far have you listened to this at all? No, or have you listened I haven't. To Serial previously, or
1: no, just I've the- watched American Vandal, so I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, to okay. It.
0: <laughs> Did they actually rip her off like directly in that, or make jokes at her? Or? No,
1: it's just making jokes about the the format. Fair enough. Uh, so, I've, I feel s- like I've watched enough parodies though to get get it. Well, I mean, it, how yeah. do you
0: parody a podcast? Is the thing like any parody I saw of Serial when it was really popular when season one was on? It was just everyone making fun of the way she speaks yeah i guess and that the way it was written but it's like how do you parody a podcast really find out you next tell
1: year me. explosion <laughs> network <laughs> oh, <no.
0: laughs> okay um so season three was all was apparently i think it was two years worth of work that they've done in this cleveland court system so they spent two years in it uh like the serial team of you know, reporters and investigators and they put together nine episodes i think it was nine episodes all of these different the most interesting stories that they they followed inside and then outside the court system to see where they took them and i, I think the thing with serial is that people who don't like it anymore kind of just got blown away from that first season and everyone was kind of blown away for with the first season because it was the whole anad was it anad whatever i can't remember his name sorry but like his trial and like false false accusations, of course, are big words that get people bringing. And then it was one of those cases, like making a murderer, that then sprang up in the news once again, kind of because of the podcast. And it was just this big global phenomenon. But Serial season three is really fucking good. It doesn't have the shock factor factor, but the fact is, it's still nine highly engrossing episodes that go that are written. And produced so well and tell a just a great investigative story into this court system and you may not you may or may not be shocked to hear that they of course go over things where judges are racist you know like you see these sorts of things happening judges are too flimsy with the rules or kind of just do what they want at times and people getting stuck in because there's 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 not really one person they follow they follow the same person (coughs) <coughs> excuse me they follow the same person towards the end of the season for <coughs> I got biscuit stuck in my throat or something and I'll just uh, write down the time code here <laughs> and I'll take a sip of water uh, but they don't follow just one person the entire season they kind of go across different many different cases and some of them are really really interesting, some of them are shocking, some of them are just the kind of stuff that you would that you hear about kind of happening in the American criminal system uh particularly when it comes to not white people <laughs> full stop I guess and you know they they follow these these cases and by the final episode it's not like hey we've uh spent two years covering this we've told you some of our the these stories that come from our time in this this court system here's our big solution to fix it and solve it but they like it kind of just ends with sarah being like i have after the amount of time i've spent here a million and one ideas and suggestions that could help improve it but i know it's not that easy but here are some of the the ones that kind of stand out to me and that's it and it's it's interesting if you like that sort of thing if you listen to this american life which of course serial is a off of serial is just a more long form focused thing, I guess, on that, and I look forward to seeing more of it, because I quite enjoy it. What sure. is number two, Ashley?
1: Number two is The House of Mario, uh, brought to you by Drew Agnew and Bryce DeWitt. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The House of
0: Mario, episode 56, and we are The Nintendo Podcast, a part of the AP Collective I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is my best buddy, Bryce DeWitt. That's-a-me. That's they me. launched it in May 2017. When did Explosion Network start, Ash?
1: Uh, March
0: 2017. Copycats. They, copycats is what I'm saying, yeah. I know. <laughs> but, uh, so, for transparency's sake, they are on our top five list. Uh, lift list i have appeared on their podcast a couple times before just putting that out there however i'd like to say that neither of them had paid me but if they had it wasn't enough that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's i think most of us i know well not all of us i know most of us listen to i know if I don't want to point out who doesn't listen <laughs> to the House of Mario, but it's like, I know a lot of us at the Exposed Network do listen to the House of Mario, or at least respect what they're doing. And from my personal thing is like, I enjoy being on this show so much because that is the Nintendo podcast I legit listening. Like that is my Nintendo podcast. I kind of stopped listening to, because um, my before them my go-to Nintendo podcast, my one Nintendo podcast was um, the iGen, Nintendo voice chat was my kind of go-to yeah. one. Now, I will say, when they hired... I'm not going to go into it, but when they did hire <laughs> Joseph... <laughs> hired a person who would name, let it
1: be fired. Yeah, yeah,
0: let well, it be fired. I didn't particularly like him on that show, and it turned me off it, and that that kind of turned out for me being 100% correct about my inner feelings Got about him.
1: feelings, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I, th- I think the thing is, for a lot of shows, and it's just I'm sick of... Well, not sick of, because I still listen to podcasts Beyond, which is an IGM podcast as well, but I do enjoy the more independent... Just straight up feeling stuff to instead of listening to people who have been working in the industry for so long and have so many things going on. And, you know, some of them aren't as passionate, whereas just listening to a Nintendo podcast where, you know, two dudes really like Nintendo, they talk about it. And I just think it was a really good year for a Nintendo podcast this year as well. They got spent most of the year building up, uh, talking about Smash, talking about Pokemon, talking about Nintendo Online. Like, it was a very big year for Nintendo, which, of course, plays yep. into, if you're a Nintendo-focused podcast, if Nintendo has a lot of news happening, your podcast also ha- has a lot of content yeah. that you can <laughs> talk about and, and make use of. So, it was a overall good year for Nintendo, which meant it was a good year for the House of Mario, and put them at number two on our top five podcasts. Number 22. two? Number two. What is, but, well, shock, horror, that's only number two. What? Plays, number one. da 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 DASH CULTURE
1: Hey guys, welcome to the inaugural episode of the DASH CULTURE podcast I'm one of your hosts, DASH, alongside my sweet, sweet buddy, Buddy Watson Buddy, what's going on, man?
0: Not much, man, how are you? Whoa! Whoa, have you heard of this one, Ashley?
1: I think so, I think think there's a possibility that we both might have been on the show at one point or another
0: For transparency's sake, me and Ash have appeared on Dash Culture before, but Dash or Buddy have not paid either of us money, and if they had, it certainly wasn't
1: enough. I mean <laughs> Dash Buddy bought me drinks, but Yeah. Well well there you I go. I mean collusion. Dash hasn't done anything for us. It's collusion. It is a
0: hundred percent collusion. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Um so Dash Culture, I'm pretty sure we all Office of Explosion Network. Love watching uh, Dash Culture, listening to Dash Culture. How have you, you partake in it? Because of course they do film, film, well, Record, stream, Dash stream culture, live, do whatever the words are. They stream Dash, Dash Culture live. Uh, it's Buddy and Dash uh, just talking the shit. Really, it was a combination. Mostly,
1: of, it's uh, Dash talking shit, and then Buddy yeah. telling him what's the correct yeah. answer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> pull your head in Dash what are you doing over yeah. there doing it wrong they
1: but, are, so, they've got a great dynamic I do,
0: I've got to admit they, they yeah. do they definitely 100% do have a great dynamic and so they launched the show in February 2018 and I remember listening to the first episode and I still stand by this statement as I tweeted at them after I was listening to the show I tweeted at them the gif of the two old men from the Muppets and said this is exactly what I thought <laughs> so, <listening laughs> to this podcast sounded like and still to this day that's what I think listening to and or watching Dash Culture is like it's like watching those two old men Muppets who are up in the banisters just arguing back and forth with one another When then someone else enters the room and then all of a sudden they're just both like (laughs) 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 So Dash culture, a lot of fun Uh, the cover, pop culture elements mainly gaming but you know movies here and there as well anime stuff, occasionally music um, because it was a combination of uh, Buddy's old show, review culture and then you squeeze Dash's big old fat name in front of that that podcast and all of a sudden it's Dash Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Buddy and Dash for winning our top five podcasts award. Here is your trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot see it because uh, you're we- listening to it, and you can also not see it because it doesn't exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got him. Moving see, on. No ties. <laughs> yeah, that him. <laughs> <laughs> Top five streamed events. So this could this is simply brought down to whatever a live event or something along those lines uh, that was streamed online in its first form. And I say first form because it kind of makes sense in a second. But as long as it was a live streamed event, what's
1: well, number five, Ash? Number five was great games done quip summer. So now you'll see we have battle line chasing us, but uh, she's not that much of a match. <laughs> <laughs> well, she goes just as fast. Yeah uh raising money this year for doctors without borders bringing in 2.1 million dollars for that great cause it's a lot of money yeah. a lot of work um so great games done big quick
0: has been going on a few years uh like five six i don't know five six years or at least summer i feel five six years at this point and they do a couple of variations different charities and stuff like that but it's always fun to watch uh And I feel like even if you don't like watching games being speedrun or the idea of games being speedrun in your head doesn't sound super exciting. When you actually put on the stream and you start watching it, it's very easy to get engrossed even in someone speedrunning a game that you never thought you'd watch normally. Because watching someone try and speedrun a game is a lot different than watching someone stream it normally. And it's because most of the time they're talking for all the shortcuts and the things. And these people, people that speedrun games just know the games back to forth. You know, it's like watching a master at play which they kind of have to be to be able to speed run games they have to know everything about it the each millisecond each each single frame of what it does and how much difference that makes so it's always a great show that goes on for like five six days it pretty much goes for a week i feel it's like six days or something but it's it's like a week and they raise a lot of money they get a lot of people involved it's always great it's a good one and number four we have the Game Awards, uh, Jeff Keighley's The Game Award. But to kick off the show, I couldn't think of anything better than this. Uh, please join me in welcoming, from Nintendo, Reggie Fils-Aimé. <laughs> from PlayStation, Sean Layden. And from Xbox, Phil Spencer.
1: Lightning and the thunder.
0: Uh, which if you haven't heard us talk about, we covered them a lot on our gaming podcast, Arcade Couch. So if you want to hear us talk about them a lot, Make sure you check out Arcade Couch. It was the fifth year of the show this week, Uh this year, fifth year of Jeff Kelly doing it out on his own after he kind of sprang out the show after the Spike VGAs were cancelled, which is what he would host and be involved in before that. And I think this year was easily the best, I feel. Like, I still have some problems with it, but it's still exciting. It's still pro- the biggest gaming award ceremony <clears throat> that we have. It is so pretty much
1: the definitive, Yeah, it's in my the
0: definitive <laughs> one. So... It's like, it, it, it's good, and it's great, and I have enjoyed watching award ceremonies as is. Of course, I've said this a lot before and other shows, but I watch the Emmys, I watch the Oscars, I like watching those type of shows, and it's the only gaming one we've got, so I quite enjoy it. And I'm not just saying, like, it's bad, but it's the only one we've got, so it's okay. Like, I think it's, like, this year was definitely an improvement on yeah. previous years a lot, so.
1: And if you've seen the Emmys and the Oscars, you know it's a difficult thing to do, so. Yeah. To make it entertaining.
0: Yeah, and it's not as long as Emmy's old Oscars. No, that helps. Which is which is a plus. Yeah. Uh,
1: what, what are we getting at number three? Number three is the kind of funny extra live stream for 2018. Yeah,
0: you can deduct it and not have to pay taxes on it. Absolutely. <laughs> Get a
1: big deductible.
0: Yeah. If you're not <gasps> sure how that works, please at nose. Andrew and <laughs> Renee and ask her how to do your your taxes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This, at? Are we at? Are oh, we at? this is great tweets for you. I uh, kind of find been doing Extra Life since 2015. This year they raised close to $50,000 for Extra Life and hospitals, children, helping children all over America's. children's the Miracle Network. Those big, I'll beautiful think.
0: kids. <laughs> Those big, beautiful kids, yeah. Um, so I think this year was their best, like show-wise was their best, I feel. They had the most people come in and out of the show. Yeah. The most variation of games, uh, combination of people. Like, there were so many points when I was watching it. Um, I, I haven't watched all 24 hours, but I had it on pretty much in the background constantly while I was doing other things. And I'll just stop and watch it, like, with 100% attention, depending on what was happening. But there was one point there where I'm like, no one on screen currently is, like, a li- like founding a or main member. Yeah, like, member of Kind of Funny, and it's just their their friends or um of them of a kind of secondary i say secondary i mean like andrew renee it's like she's kind of funny because she does daily and stuff like that but i don't she's not nick tim greg
1: she's not full-time
0: she's not full-time yeah exactly that's the thing yeah uh so really great show was highly entertaining raised money it was great we've covered just before we are kind of funny fans here, so that kind of helps it, of course. So <laughs> We're biased. <laughs> we are biased somewhat, but these are also not biased awards because they are called the Explosion Networks Awards, so of course there's some fucking bias in them. It's shocking, really, that they would be biased. In me, so. At number two, we've got Nintendo Directs. <laughs> you don't know, they're just Nintendo events in which they are over like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on what's going on. And they give you information about upcoming games and Nintendo platforms, what's going to be happening with Smash later this year, what's going to be happening with Pokemon, what's going to be happening with this. Here's a bunch of indie games. Here's a Goose game. And they're not live. Goose game. Although there's... Goose sorry. game, that's the yeah. When I hear Goose
1: game, I just went off. <laughs> you got it yet? They, um, sorry, what? Have, what? Has it come out yet?
0: No, no. I wish it had. I'll <sighs> be playing it. A, um, They had... I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. Holy shit, Goose go me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, they had a really good year, I feel, because they just had a good combination of these indie directs they were doing, which were really entertaining. Uh, and then the biggest stuff are the hour-long, like, Smash streams and stuff like that to go over those and get people up to date with the fighters and mechanics and all those sorts of things that they were changing. And if Smash is happening, it's a big year for Nintendo directs. Pokemon was also coming out, let's go, so... They was really great. Online was coming. That was another thing. Once again, talking about how big of a year Nintendo had. So it made j- j- Nintendo Drake's so a must-watch, highly entertaining form. And watching those, they kind of just play it like a TV show, I feel, because they're edited nicely. They're not they're live, but they're pre-recorded. So even if you're watching live, it's just nice. There's no nothing's gonna go wrong. They're edited well. I like it. Yep. What is number one?
1: Number one E3 twenty eighteen. The big one. The twenty-third E3 and the last one potentially uh before things change irreversibly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well the last one potentially was Sony. We don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was it was a good year. All those press conferences were pretty solid, except for the Square Enix one. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> go to ex- YouTube.com slash Explosion Network. See how it reacts to all the different press conferences. That's See right. how miserably we were <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the frigging morning watching the most useless 30 minutes of, of 30 nothing minutes, yeah. that was Square Enix. But other than that, great. Xbox... Right. Performed really well. Ubisoft put on a great show. Bethesda did great. And uh, Sony. Sony was super interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's still like with all the negative, all the things we didn't like about it, it is still this several day event that we, you know, I was just saying we live streamed them, all our reacts and stuff. It was still this several days where we was all just together watching this massive. Up in it. Yeah, just you're just engrossed. You have to be because it's you're waking up, you're sleeping. You, you you know it's it's exciting. I feel, and that's what the, one of the main reasons I don't want E3 to go away because every year it just proves to be it's just fun. You know, yeah. Even if the show shit, I just have fun. Uh, just taking part in it, I guess. So, number one <laughs> streamed event of 2018. Here's your trophy. Don't know who I give it to. E3. E3 Person organizes? E3, E3 I assume somebody organizes
1: it. E3. i just doesn't hope so. Happen. <laughs> Maybe it does.
0: Let's move on to top five YouTube channels. Take us in with number five, Ash.
1: Number five is Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah, nice safe, Appreciate it. Yeah, Carl. Yeah, take the suplex, Carl. Boom! Take that kick to the face, miss. Nice sack of crap. I don't know. The YouTube channel created by Xavier Woods bye, bye. slash Austin Creed. Uh, most prominently known as a WWE superstar Uh, as one third of the new day. uh, He does a lot of YouTube video, uh, let's play videos. He gets a lot of uh, his WWE friends to come in and do stuff. Um, They do him and Tyler Breeze do a series where they just play a manager mode of an old WWE game week by week. And they just, I can't stop watching. Like I need to know what happens next. You know the trash talking is so good because they're all professional trash talkers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but then they That's have good like way to describe wrestling. Ju- <laughs> I think like a month or two ago they had like a League of Legends co-sponsor event where they had the people from NXT versus people from WWE in the actual World League of Legends North American Stadium with Tyler One and. I'm a cutie or yeah. something.
0: Yeah. I know this. Yes, I know this people. Yeah.
1: yeah. That was good. Yeah. Got me thinking You, hmm, you watch League, League of Legends? Legends? Yeah, I watch League of Legends. I'm this is the first I'd heard about this. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. But yeah, they do all sorts of fun tournaments and stuff and then they you know, if you lose, you get punished. Uh but yeah. Oh. It's great. Xavier's a great personality. Obviously, all the other WWE superstars are great personalities. If you like WWE, you'll love this. And if you like video games, you'll probably like this as well.
0: And number four, we have Trainer Tips, which is a Pokemon Go YouTuber. To me, Celebi is the embodiment of the Kodama spirit, the ultimate protector of the forest. It's
1: no surprise that it brought me here to this forest shrine, surrounded by trees buzzing with Kodama energy. Even through this downpour, the message is clear: protect the forest, and the forest will reciprocate.
0: I may have been a heavy push towards this person getting on here, although I'd like to. Oh, I yeah, mean, Sheree's Sheree kind of probably, suddenly probably. Sh- yeah, Sheree probably Sheree sudden interest probably helped help us out in this one too. So, uh, but Trainer Tips is a Pokemon Go uh, YouTuber, so it's it's kind of like his channel is basically a combination between your typical vlog channel like you. it's like casey knight some of his videos are really really well edited some of them are just more sitting at table discussing updates to the game and all sorts of things like that but he also travels a lot for the game and he'll he'll head to all the big events you know if there's something happening in japan blah 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 blah. like there was a recent thing where they just randomly did this event where there was a chantry like a shiny chantry in japan and one of his videos he's just like oh damn like if i'd known i would have booked tickets and just flown over there for that Cause that's kind of I, like not saying he's rich, but it's also that's his career, so you yeah, yeah, ha- that's where the money comes from, and you're gonna get you have to do the videos at the same time to be able to <laughs> make your your money. But yeah, so he's a full time Pokemon Go YouTuber. He'll walk around, cover the game, cover content, but it's it's a combination between a vlog channel, uh, like typical, you know, out and about camera, but then constantly you have like the Pokemon Go screen kind of in the the right hand side yeah. of the yeah like that. So taking up like one like I don't know like three eight, three tenths of the screen I guess it's, it's not massive um it kind of fits in there nicely I feel because you still get a nice uh view of like what the cameras showing because obviously the phone is just a vertical kind of thin screen but uh some of the most interesting videos of his are are just really fun to watch are the ones where uh like the, the community day ones or anything like that the big event ones because he lives in a, a massive American city and just seeing the amount of people that gather for those or like some of the ones where he's gone to Pokemon go fests um and covered those um, and he's invited over there by Niantic is the, is also the thing so he's over there for, like filming stuff for their YouTube channel invited that's like a yeah. popular person so that kind of helps but while he's over there filming videos walking around uh, I think it was in coast Yokos- is it Yokosco yeah yeah I think it was Yokosco Yokosco I uh, have you say it Yokosco Ash is looking at me like, that's not a name of a place. <laughs> Surely, well, I think that was it. I'm like, you know, just walking around We're the, there. We're not talking about
1: places in Pokemon.
0: <laughs> no, there's a real life city. I think like walking around that city, there was, you know, earlier, uh, earlier this year, nightlife and stuff like that. It's just uh, going to like a temple and there's like a raid happening there and him just pointing out how he's like woken up at 7am and he's doing this like Moltres raid and it's like really peaceful, but he's firing this like giant Pokemon beast apparently. And there's already like eight or 10 other people there doing it. It's such a weird time. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's a, it's a combination of things. It's like, Hey, do you like vlog channels where they travel a lot and you like seeing different parts of the world and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, so then like his channel is excited for that, but it's a combination of Pokemon Go. There's even like one video where he travels up into the middle of fucking buttfuck nowhere and he's like i'm just here kind of on a holiday but there's a gym here and i'm just going to film some stuff and it's very edited together just you know nice scenery and stuff like that and barely any pokemon go but just the chucked in because it's like hey there's a gym here by the way i found one he did like a five-part series where when he did the or six-part series when he was doing the celebi event he purposely went out of his way to really obscure like forests and stuff like that to do the research tasks and made it into like a series. Cause it's like Celebi's the time traveling like nature Pokemon. So kind of purposely went out of the way to make nice videos in instead of just doing it at home or in his home city and stuff like that. So quite enjoy it. Great to watch.
1: It yep. was number three. Ash. Number three, Sugar Pond 7. You're a champ. 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 You start to get the voice. I start like to get that. the voice. You're a champ. Take the tongue out of it. Imagine it's your brain. Imagine okay. you're Professor X. You're bald.
0: You're a king. Okay, something's missing. Can you cry on cue? No. Trick question. Nobody in Hollywood actually cries. Do you know what the secret is?
1: What? p p p pain baby. On the face. That's Steven Septic awesome. guy. and... That's the one. The guy <laughs> with the bandana thing and. Yep. Kib. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was about to say, you just answered my question. You still don't watch any Sugar Pine 7, do
1: you? Nope. <laughs>
0: no. So I'm a, I'm a bit behind on the current Sugar Pine 7. I should catch up probably later this year, hopefully early 2019. I presume I'll, I'll catch up when I've got some more time because you can kind of just binge their videos, of course. But Sugar Pine 7 is Alternative Lifestyle. That's their brand if you don't know who they are. So they do, it's like a vlog channel, but it's... it's like. They kind of script out a storyline, but not script it like storyline. Well, they come up with a storyline and then they just make it up as I go kind of thing. You know, so it's alternative lifestyle. That's how the vlog channel was started. Steven got fired. This is a history. I think they're up to season four. Yeah, season four now, I guess. Yeah, season four. Um, But when he first started, he was fired from... um, or SourceFed so was, source source was... He wasn't fired. They just shut down. They just source went, went under. Shut down. Yeah, so he's like, oh, fuck with my I going to do? So he starts making these funny sort of vlog videos and then they've somehow ended up with this entire company, which then the company was brought by Bruce uh, so Now they're a part of that. But yeah, so they're funny characters. It's entertaining to watch. You kind of have to buy into their alternative lifestyle stuff, I guess. But their podcast is also quite funny to listen to. With, they have a bunch of guests on it too, but they're all just such odd characters, I guess is one way yeah. to describe them. So they're, they're definitely unique personalities and that's what makes them them stand out and be so entertaining. At number two, at this point, I feel like it should honestly <laughs> come with no surprise, but at number two is kind of oh, funny. Fine, do it again, do it again. Exactly. Thank you very much, Nick. That is how do he talks. We're to I'm going to pull it in the name. <laughs> it's you I feel like we need to go over them too much because we obviously just talked about <laughs> the last two points. But yeah, we're we're primarily all kind of funny fans here. At Explosion Network. I'll mm. still enjoy it. majority of their content. They had another great year this year, including the kickoff of uh, like another series. They did the in review series. They did the Marvel in Marvel movies yeah. in review. Then they did the Spider Man movies and re- no the X men Spider- movies in review. X-Men. Yeah, and it's um. A combination of other things, of course. They did kind of funny showcase this year, just happened. So they've had a very big year, I feel. Yeah. But we all just continue to enjoy their content either way. It's like they don't, yeah. They, they change, they don't change too much. But look, I've been listening to Greg Miller for a ridiculous amount of years at this point, and I'm <laughs> not yet. I'm not got. I have not gotten bored of listening to him and his opinions. And I love everyone
1: else there as well. So yeah, they're all great. All great. They got. They're bringing great guests, then yeah, they know how to hold a conversation. That's for sure.
0: Years of practice. Me and Ash still have no idea how to hold a conversation. So much editing. Still no idea
1: how to hold a conversation. (laughs) That was a good pregnant pause. Uh, At number one, who do we have, Ash? No Clip, the Danny O'Dwyer led documentary YouTube channel. I was working on a first-person shooter when uh, Half-Life came out. Our demo was coming out like in a week, and then it was announced the Half-Life demo was going to come out. The entire industry fundamentally shifted with the release of that demo. Stellar year from them. Documentaries for Horizon Zero Dawn, for Fallout 76, for Fallout Shelter, for Warframe, for Daddy's... Dream Daddy, that's what it's called you're like daddy (laughs) Uh, Half-Life 2 bunch of stuff so much stuff Great, so many games and game documentaries (laughs) and the only YouTube channel doing what they're
0: doing the way they're doing it so definitely stand out great channel to be subscribed to Uh, great content constantly coming out and I I don't mean like weekly or daily but I feel like there's there's enough for what they're doing you know what I mean like, it's not one every year, one every six months. And no. when you have that Dream Daddy doc, which was handled by Alana, and then we can Alana keep PSU. going. Yeah, so it's like this combination of stuff happening. We're really looking forward to what they do in 2019. And um, considering I didn't really, I didn't like, for, for no reason in particular, just time and whatever else, I didn't dive straight into this stuff until like this year. Also kind of helped me push points, you know. Like I didn't yeah. even watch the Rocket League thing till this year, but that was from last year. Yeah but still taking into account the Fallout thing this year was their big thing. We talked about that on what, what you were Watch of course, like it was a real I mean it is a real documentary, so Yeah we, we just talked about it like it was a it was a thing, covered it. So that was it. The explosion note was no one YouTube channel, no clip. Here is your prize. Thank you very much. Let's move on to top five streamers, the last of our subcategories on online media. Ash, <laughs> at number five, who do we have?
1: We have Jane, who I believe is an Overwatch streamer. Okay, Shrine. So every, most, not every, most maps in Overwatch have one main route of attack and then two flanks. So in this case, we're also going to teach you some, some call-outs for maps, right? So this is Nepal Shrine.
0: Kieran's a big fan of him.
1: Nepal. Yeah. explaining that meta here, those pro tips get, teaching how to be get good at that overwatch
0: yeah that's that's look this is the only one me and ash really know nothing about on our list uh kieran uh, uh, he's an overwatch st- streamer and post stuff to youtube as well but kieran has said he's the nicest guy i guess he's, like, yeah really i've seen that him guy tweet about, with
1: so. kieran a couple of times so i mean uh, if you have to Subject yourself to Kieran, you must be a nice guy. Well willingly <laughs> interact with Kieran, you must be a nice guy. Number
0: four because there's no point really spending much time on that one. I'm sorry, Jane. We we like you, we appreciate you, <laughs> but it's really Kieran who appreciates you the most. And that's why you're on our list. And he just it's a collective show up. It's yeah. a collective vote. But Kieran didn't want to come here and actually award you the prize himself. Fucker.
1: Uh, number bust.
0: four, at this point, once again, should really be no surprise. And number four is kind of funny. I'm I'm like, there's no point really going four over Four out point.
1: of four subcategories.
0: Four out of four subcategories. Some would say we're fans.
1: Oh, no, man. Time flies by as a pendulum swings. Are those song lyrics? No, I just made it up right now. Oh, okay. Watch it count down to the end of the day. Man. The clock ticks life away. You are just like so great right of on off the cuff. Yeah, man. I'm just kind of like freestyling, you know what I mean? uh good morning guys welcome to the morning show this is joey noel my name is andy cortez um
0: uh, but there you go that's right kind now. of funny i don't feel, i don't feel like we need to say anything thing else they had stream they kind of funny they, morning show several show, hours every game single game show, weekday yeah. yeah several hours every single weekday i think that's a pretty good effort into streaming content wise <laughs> so uh i think it's a, a it's a well-deserved at least, <laughs> at least uh number four who do we got at number three
1: ash Number three, Bajo. What did he say to do? Got to incubate a thing. Let's incubate a donos. Oh, what do we want? Oh, I can only make this guy a struth, buddy. Struth, my best mate. So a living, breathing, thinking being. But does he have a dog? No. Distinct- the most unique Australian streamer out there, I think. He's,
0: he's something. That's what he is. He's definitely entertaining. A Bajo stream, if you have never watched one, is an experience. That you you may or may not be ready for, and that's what when I told Kieran to put him on when I was at his house earlier in the year, and Kieran nearly died. I feel because he was just in shock the entire time because just constantly going, "What is he doing? What's happening? I don't understand what's happening on this stream." whoa. it was uh, it's it's really something because Barjo streams are intense, and I don't I don't mean like he's an intense person. It's just he has put so much work into everything that happens on his stream to make them as entertaining and silly as possible but uh, like so much behind the scenes work that you would think oh that took like him 10 minutes to do but it's probably taken him all freaking day to come up with one like um, a version like him dressed up in a a funny character appearing on screen and then talking to himself like he'll have rap battles with himself somehow with like pre-recorded bits and stuff like this it is it's crazy his streams are really really good he he's Hit his prominence this year on Twitch. He kind of took off. Decided to make it his his full time thing, and
1: oh, kicked ass it. at it. Good game only, K- and he only ended a good game last year. I thought <laughs> for some reason I thought it was longer. Well, screenplay well, started this year,
0: and <laughs> did it
1: was that last or, year? or late last year or something like that.
0: But I mean, it was it was barely a year, so yeah, but. I mean, I, f- I feel like this is the year. Like Badger was streaming before anyway. Like he was streaming yeah. when Good Game was on, but this is the year where it's just like 110. percent He was freed of the
1: ABC shackles.
0: Yeah, and I went hardcore into it. And he's one of the most entertaining people out of Australia. He can be watching on streaming, and it's really, really great. Maybe not for everyone, I'll say, <laughs> but <laughs> but I but he's he's really, really enjoyable. At number two. We have and mummy. No, this is it's an actual rock. <laughs> I thought this was. Oh shit! Fuck! There's a the fucking room behind me. and <laughs> mummy is friend of the network. Yeah, I don't know. Do we need to? Do we need to say that? Uh, is that covered? Like, is there is this a collusion? I don't know. Did you made a herself? disclosure
1: for that. Da- buddy and yeah, uh, house Mario. I haven't
0: been on her show though. That's true. <laughs> uh, Transparency's sake, we know we, uh, Rockamami. But uh, as with others, she hasn't paid us. And if she did, it wasn't enough. enough. But um, we all enjoy uh, watching Rockamami's streams here at the Explosion Network. And I think most of us, the reason she was voted so highly, if I can speak for everyone on this occasion here, at since it's only me now. Sure, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the reason everyone kind of voted so hard is because I think we all just feel that she's put, like, a lot of effort into it this year. um, Like, really gone for it. And I kind of, like, following her on Twitter, you can can tell sometimes where she, you know, gets down down at points, which we all do. That's the thing with, like, content creation. It's like, why am I, like, fucking, what's the point of editing this shit? Like, what a waste of time. You know what I mean? Like, all this sort of stuff. But I'm hoping that our award of number two... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of number two But it's it's still number two Rocker Mummy still, um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping our award of number two Will be A little bit of Of something to say That we've all definitely seen The amount of effort That Rock and Mummy has put into Her stream this year And really great streams I'd watch her stream ARK And it was entertaining Because she's an entertaining And fun person to, to chat along with Even though I give zero fucks About ARK And also enjoyed watching her Play Kingdom Hearts Because Uh Look, she'd get lost and I'd be entertained, to be honest. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. How on earth does she do that with having three kids? How do you find the time and the energy and the willpower? I mean, it's impressive. There you go. Gotta
0: be a, gotta be a Super Mum Ash.
1: That's what you gotta be. Yeah. She finished Kingdom Hearts 2? I'm not sure. She had a Kirin. <laughs> she had a Kirin, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, but great job, Rocker Mummy. Number yeah. two. It's basically number one. Basically.
1: I mean, when you consider that number one is Critical Role, the number one d streaming game on the internet, I mean, number two is not too bad compared um, to that. Looked to be like some uh, a line of rope kind of wrapped around one arm, multiple loops,
0: and it just stared at you before stepping back into the wall and
1: vanished. God, stop describing it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think Critical Role this year, they started their second campaign after their first one came to a wrap uh, which I imagine that would have been pretty stressful uh, whether people are going to care whether it was those, those characters but uh, they've gone from strength to strength uh, they're branching out and doing different one shots and different things, getting on different guests and everything, uh, launching their own personal channel uh, which I think they're working, getting their own studio. I think they're probably looking to break off from Geek and Sundry, I think. so. Big year for, Ge- for Critical Role. Huge year.
0: Huge year. And they're basically the resurgence behind D&D, and that's all thanks to them streaming probably, yeah. their show. And although you can listen to Critical Role, which is basically how I've consumed most of it because of like time factor and help save it, yeah. it's definitely a show that is... Better to watch the video form of, and even better to watch live on Twitch where they stream, uh, because of all the interactivity. And yeah. Some of the parts they cut out, like some of the funny ads, I think they cut out for YouTube, or maybe they. Really, cut, they cut them. out the Sam Regal ads. I'm not sure if they do. I'm not. Surely sure. they
1: couldn't. Those are like. Gold. Fifty percent of the reason you're getting there.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, watch <laughs> that's it. the, that's, just that's like the reason you show up on
1: time, so you can see the <laughs> Sam Regal ads. <laughs>
0: definitely a show that's better watched live anyway just to have the chat open and see everyone freak out at the at the st- story moments when they happen yeah watching them live so, so kind of what makes it a, a better show to watch live then. just on YouTube later but that has been the Explosion Network's top five online media subcategories of 2018 top five podcasts, top five streamed events, top five YouTube channels, and top five streamers. Congratulations to all winners. There you go. Good job, everyone. Really enjoyed you, yeah. your, your online content this year. Next year, the Explosion Network will remember to nominate itself because probably won't. the rules. No, we probably won't. So we'll on. probably forget. Yes, yeah, that's, that's probably true. Once again, though, make sure you check out explosionnetwork.com slash best of 2018 to find much more of our best of 2018 content and subscribe to the podcast that you're listening to right now if this is the only episode you've dived into so far. Top five on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other services because this is where all the rest of our best of 2018 podcast episodes will be going up. We'll be discussing many more things of the things I just mentioned previously. You can follow me on Twitter at Vivaldil V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. You can follow Ash on Twitter at Ashley Hobby, A S H L E Y. A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-O-B-L-E-Y. Sorry, I had, to, I had to start again to get it right, but it's fine. Follow the Explosion Network on Twitter at Explosion Pod. And be sure to let us know. Your favorite online media of 2018. What's your favorite podcast? Is it us? What's your favorite streamers? Is it us? Which What's one? What's your favorite YouTube <laughs> channel? Is it us? What's your favorite streamed event? Was it our year two stream better have been uh no nah, i'll, kill you. Be fair, I'll, I'll kill you i'll kill you I'll. don't say that bye